Welcome back, everyone, to Sex and Couples Therapy with a Happy Ending Therapist. I'm Donna Harris-Richards, your sex-positive LICSW and ASEC-certified sex therapist, CST. And uh, we're here today with Vicki, my producer, and also Dr. Michaud, Dr. Jeffrey Michaud. And we are doing part two of talking about, you know, sexual health, physically and emotionally and mentally and the whole, the whole wheel, the whole shebang. So um, <laughs> first I'd like to start real quickly with my mission, which is to help individuals and couples and families embrace and integrate sex-positive thinking, you know, aliveness of thinking into daily life for optimal health, including sexual health and wellness. You know, we go for annual mammograms, gynecological exams, and prostate exams for physical sexual health. We owe ourselves checkups on the emotional and mental and spiritual aspects of sexual health for optimal health and wellness. So hello, everybody. Hello, Vicki, and hello, Dr. Michaud. How are you both doing? Mm. I'm fabulous. How are doing, you doing, Vicky? Doing great. <laughs> Happy to be here yeah, with you both. You're good? <laughs> yeah. Likewise. And I think something's happening for here. Us. Oh, so such a pleasure to have you. You know, oftentimes when Vicky mm. and I are recording, like it's cloudy and the weather is not so good, but today <laughs> the sun is shining. I know. Spring is in the air, sort of. Yes, thanks for saying that. <laughs> I just counted and it's five and a half weeks away. <clears throat> That's great. That's good. Gets the blood pumping, mm. excitement builds. This has got to be good for business, I would imagine, Donna, for you. Well, I don't know. I mean, business always <laughs> seems busy, <laughs> but... Uh, okay. It, it, it might, okay, yeah. it's always time for sex. I don't know. Yeah, that's right. Well, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, we were talking last time. We talked a lot about our experience in New York, right? You were in New York. So what years were you in New York, by the way? And I, I won't talk endlessly about New York. You were there in 95? Yeah, yeah, from 91 to 95. Okay. Medical school is typically four years. Got it. I arrived there from, from Boston before then. And in those years, mm-hmm. I think I had just moved out of Manhattan. I was living right over the river in Weehawken, New Jersey. Do you oh, know Weehawken? Uh, I know Hoboken, yep. but right. uh, Weehawken yep. probably sounds like a sister city. It is, yeah, yeah, right next to Hoboken. And uh, yeah, but I was in and out of the city all the time. So anyway, we were talking about speaking about walking and good weather. You used to have your thirty-five minute walk back and forth, right, to, to mm-hmm. from home to school, and you know that's an, yes. an hour a day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do, do you walk like that nowadays? But no, no, no. I needed that. Uh, no, well, except if I need to walk the dog. But otherwise, I do other things. I do Pilates. Oh. I uh, I like to keep active. I need to keep active. My wife and I are both really good about that. Oh. Uh, it's a thing we do together. It's yeah. our you know our happy zone. Yeah. Uh, and um, we do other like circuit training. You know, with a with a um, oh, what do you call it? A coach. We used to do this on our own. It's much easier with a coach. I highly recommend coaching. Really. Not just for exercise, but yes, for other things too. Yeah, yeah. circuit training. Oh wow. So do you have that in your house? The the circuit training. Equipment? No, 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 no. Oh. It's at the gym. It's right, 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 right in Dartmouth here. Health Tracks. Oh, okay. You know. No, yeah, we, we found a, a coach that we enjoy, and we do it with a bunch of other people um, who do this with us. It's nothing hardcore. I don't need to uh, build up muscle big time. I just need to stay fit. I mean, mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have this body for hopefully a good 100 years, right? So sure. I got I to gotta keep it working. I got to get the joints limber. Right. I got to keep all my parts functional. That's right. And so that requires a little work on my part. Oh, yeah. Anything we want takes effort, yeah. doesn't it? Yes, exactly. You know, e- Sometimes it's worth even it. Even good sex and good relationships, right? You know. Yeah. 
absolutely good, requires work. Good sexual yes. health. So just quickly to go back, you know, Dr. Michaud is um, affiliated with St. Luke's in, in New Bedford here, Hawthorne Medical Associates, uh, OBGYN. He is my OBGYN. And uh, he's been doing this quite some time. He has a depth and breadth of experience yeah. that you sort of just can't grab for the taking. You really got to put mm -hmm. in those years. And we talked last time about mm -hmm. that experience. Mm -hmm. It's not just about the book learning, right? The experience. You learn a lot from your patients. As mm -hmm. I feel like I learn a lot from my clients as well. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And you know, and it's one of those things where you apply your own life yes. into your work. And when you do that, mm -hmm. uh, you can really like master something I believe mm -hmm. you know things don't uh, things evolve mm -hmm. and uh, uh, professions like ours I think are really open to that mm -hmm. we're pretty blessed mm -hmm. yeah no I agree I agree um, and we were talking last time you know about uh, I loved how you said it you said you're going to ask about sexuality even if somebody is, is in their 80s right you're not going to assume that they're not having <laughs> yeah. sex right you're going to ask are you having pain are you yeah. having problems with lubrication maybe you ask about things like you know uh, leakage or incontinence right you might ask about you know right. uh, all kinds of stuff and and so I wanted to ask you sure. about sexual health through the lifespan you know from adolescence to mm -hmm. pregnancy to post-pregnancy to menopause to, to seniority all of that you you see mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. see all ages in your practice right that's right all ages usually from the age of 14 15 on mm. Uh, until well, until they're no longer with us in this matter, mm, yes. yeah. Until they no longer need me, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And do you have any thoughts, or do you have a philosophy, or you know, any, anything regarding mm. you know sexuality or sexual health through the lifespan? Anything that comes um, to mind about that? Yeah. Well, well, yeah, I, I think of our health. Um, uh, you know what? What I do is it's about nurturing ourselves. You know, you can't just think of the. The exam, the physical exam, like why would I go? Well, it's about taking care of ourselves, making sure that we're in good working order. If we think of our bodies as our instrument, and I'm going to bring that up because I know, Donna, you're a musician. Yeah. If our bodies are instrument, mm -hmm. how are we supposed to really uh, hit all the notes, you know, if, you know, if uh, we're not in tune? If we're, oh, great, you know, great uh, metaphor. if we're hurting. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Um, and so for that reason, you know, and a lot of things can cause that, aches and pains, disease, disease, um, and, uh, and that will affect not only our relationships with ourselves, but with others. So I, I think it behooves us to, um, to really help ourselves, to really, um, to address this at all angles, mm. physical bodies, ourselves, our spirituality, emotional health, yep. relational health. Mm -hmm. Beautifully said. So this is where I come in. Thank you. Yeah, and it, you know, it's interesting, and I say this uh, quite often, is that a lot of this work is, is normalizing, and I will refer to you, right, or, or an OBGYN if someone is having physical pain, sexual pain, and they haven't had it addressed. Um, you know, and if they've had it addressed and everything is physically normal, physiologically normal, then they're coming to me because mm -hmm. usually there's anxiety at the core. And, and interestingly enough, anxiety can lead to physical pain, right? They're, they're yes. interrelated. Muscle tension mm -hmm. just doesn't involve, you know, the back of our neck. You know, we, we know that, but mm -hmm. pelvic floor, past trauma, past experiences, right. maybe cultural expectations that we hold in our body that mm -hmm. keep us from doing and being and acting the way we really want to. Mm -hmm. um, and how do you flesh that out? You know, it... 
there may be a, you know, there's a physical manifestation sometimes for underlying psychological issues. Mm-hmm. So for me as an OBGYN, you know, the psychological issues are not my forte, but I know where to send them, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that would be, that's, <laughs> right. that's where you step in. Okay. Yeah, that's right. That's your area of expertise. That's right. And when yeah. I'm talking with people on the phone and they're calling, you know, I'll ask them, have you been assessed by your doctor? I mean, before you even come in to mm-hmm. see me, because that's what I'm going to tell you when you come in. If you're having a physiological issue, if there's ED, for example, in men, um, or there's a, an issue around lubrication with women or numbness, you know, I'll say, go see your, go mm-hmm. see your OBGYN, go see your primary. Um, figure out if, you're, if yeah. your <clears throat> medical issue might be uh, undergirding or causing this first, and if they say, no, it shouldn't be, then come in and, you know, we'll talk. Mm-hmm. Even if you want to come in anyway and talk to me first, that's fine. But I want them to make sure right. that they don't have to spend the time and the money, I'll just tell them right on the phone. You know, check that out and then come back to yeah. me. Or you can come to me and we can talk about it and check it out. But yeah, this is how, mm. this is how we can complement each other in the work. Right, absolutely. No, I mean, there are so many people that I see that I, you know, I, I do a good exam and, and, I, and, I, and I know that the underlying issue, yeah, the decreased desire, you know, let's talk about that relationship. Let's address that. And mm. many times, I don't know, do you see that? I, like they don't want to go see a therapist because, you know, their partner doesn't want to go or they're embarrassed. I mean, they're fine telling me, but they're embarrassed to go see someone specifically for that. Sure. Like they're a failure or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, right. It's, and they're, it's a shame. And they're I, not. I know very well how, <laughs> no, they're not. Mm-hmm. And I know, you know how they could really benefit from services like that. So I really want to encourage anybody who's on the fence just leap over it. Just do it. You know, it's it's so important. Mm. Um, and it may not just be about sex, right? It's about how we show up with other people too, how we think about ourselves. It affects so many aspects of our lives. Yeah. So it's important to be positive and healthy about that. Yeah, and as I get older, um, you know, I'm now 61, mm. uh, you know, I realize more and more that, <laughs> you know, intimacy you know, like you talked earlier about our, our own experience plays into this, that intimacy isn't just about sex. It, that's one aspect of the relationship, mm-hmm. right? It's about closeness. Uh, I hear men all the time, it's so amazing, say, you know, I'm not so worried about the frequency of sex. I'm really more mm-hmm. concerned about feeling desired by my wife or, or my partner. Right. Um, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what that means is that even if he hears no from her, as long as she says it warmly or in a way where she still lets him know she's interested in him being, you know, a, a, at her side, that helps a lot. Oh, I'm sure. Okay. That helps a lot. I mean, you know, you know, the brain is the biggest sexual muscle, right? That's and correct. it keeps us, right. you know, and it's, it's sex is not just about fun and procreation. Mm-hmm. It's about, it's about building couples, relationships, community even, you know, on the bigger, grander scale. And it's that, um, mm-hmm. that th- those special moments, I think, that can really unite people and pe- keep people together. Yeah, you know, Mona Fishbane mm-hmm. talks about neurobiology in the couples. And, um, you know, she says mm-hmm. that you can re-sculpt the relationship by reshaping neuronal connections. She says changing mm-hmm. your brain is about experiencing biology. And experience, she says, actually turns genes on and off. So when... Couples mm-hmm. are being sexual together or intimate together. Um, they're changing their biochemistry in their brain. 
you know, when, when a partner has an orgasm, let's say, or they orgasm together, with, you know, which is <laughs> not necessarily how it works commonly, but um, when that happens, there's a lot of oxytocin that gets triggered. You oh, know, yeah. that bonding. The cuddle hormone. The yes. cuddle hormone, right. <laughs> the cuddle hormone, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. It's the same hormone that gets released when, um, when a baby is suckling at the breast. You know, it's that, that nurturing feeling that you get when you're holding your newborn baby. You know? That's correct, yeah. Yeah, and so yeah, what's powerful. so great, what, what you do when you open the door to talk about any concerns around sexuality, and maybe it's coming from relational stuff or trauma, is this can all be so healing if we can, you know, as Vicky says, you know, let's just talk about it. Let's just kind of open our mouths and start the conversation. Mm -hmm. Because if we don't talk about it, there's really not an opportunity to figure out what's going on and then for the healing eventually. And couples, as I like mm -hmm. to say, you know, you're not, it's not your job to be your partner's therapist, but you can be your partner's healer, <laughs> right? Right. Hormonally yeah. and all of no, that. That's true. Yeah. A partner's mirror an opportunity to really work on herself and uh, make things better. I mean, I, 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 um, I went to a wedding recession, my, my sister's wedding, mm. and one of my cousins uh, who's, who's decided never to be, you know, married, and that's fine, you know, mm -hmm. her choice, but said, oh, well, I couldn't do that. Uh, because I don't want to marry somebody and then never be open to change. You know, I want to be able to change all my life. And I'm thinking, like, well, then you don't get it because a marriage is all about change or a marriage or a committed relationship. It's, oh, my God. I mean, we are in constant flux. Yes. We, yes. we age every, you know, every season, every decade yes. brings something new. Every, we are in constant flux. It's a matter of growing together. You know, yeah. Oh boy, that's good. And sometimes growing apart. Sometimes yeah. growing apart. Sometimes that's necessary. Oh sure. Yeah. 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 That's right. That's right. That's true. Mm. Um, and and yeah. and I love what you're saying because if we can over time, right? Couples come in and they say, mm. "Oh, I feel like I'm not in love with my partner anymore." You know, it's become so so yeah. routine. We feel like roommates. Part of this work is finding your partner interesting, right? Getting curious yeah. because you're right. We are always changing and growing. Mm -hmm. We are. Well, along those lines, about this whole COVID thing, oh, I yeah. mean, you must see, I mean, can you imagine, it's, you must see a lot of that. I mean, we are stuck yeah. with our partners in yes. the homes and with our kids, you know, we're like, I need to get out of here. Yeah. Because, you know, variety is a spice of life, you know, not just with people, but, you know, different experiences. Sure. And have you seen much of this? Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Okay. Trick question. Yes. Okay. All the time. Okay. Yeah, I mean, some of the work I'm doing literally with couples is, okay, where is your office in your house? You know, are you sitting at the at the kitchen table or in the middle of the house and that's your office? Okay, this is causing problem. This is causing conflict. Look, part of the work is managing conflict. But if people can, can take space and get away from each other and then miss each other, even if you're in, you know, different parts of the house, this can create some space. Right. So yes, mm -hmm. this is a big thing. Oh, yeah. You know, either both people are working at home, um, or the stress of, especially early on, and you know, I'm sure you know this. Early on in COVID, it was the stress mm -hmm. of, oh my God, you know, going out. Am I bringing it back mm -hmm. into the house? And you know, managing all the anxiety about oh, right. that. We were, we were washing groceries. Remember my that God, washing God, groceries? Washing oh, <laughs> well, we didn't know. We didn't know. We didn't so. know. <laughs> now we know. You know, it's okay to touch a package. <laughs> you know, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't like it, but yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, wash your hands. Whatever. Yeah. Twenty seconds, you're good. Yeah, Did you say Happy don't lick it? <laughs> don't lick it. Oh, is that what you said? <laughs> yes, I did. Don't lick oh, it. Oh, you're quick, Vicky. 
No, that's good. Lick it with your partner, but not, not from the FedEx yeah, Lick it with your partner. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> get curious about the licking. Yeah. I wanted to make sure I heard yeah. that right. <laughs> I thought you said don't like it, but Vicky caught it. Don't no. lick it. Baby. I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, you know, it's interesting because some of the stuff that I work with couples around is this idea of differentiation, right? So what's that? Murray mm. Bowen, long ago, um, talked about developing oneself um, in order to develop the interpersonal strength for greater intimacy in a marriage. Um, mm. So you can turn to your partner and say, you know, hey, would you like me to lick it? Or would you, <laughs> would you be willing right, <laughs> to lick it? Uh, you know, and we can, learn, right. we can learn to talk to each other in this way, right? Being fully developed yeah. or not, well, we're never fully developed because mm -hmm. we keep changing and growing, but... Well, you know, yeah. But, but you know what I'm saying. I mean, it's like, it's really about, mm -hmm. um, yeah, getting interested and curious and figuring out how you're going to have a process in the house with COVID if both people are working or one's working yeah. outside the home or you get the kids yeah. or whatever. Oh, God forbid, kids everywhere. That You know, remember when there was ugh, school at home? I mean, God, what a, oh. ugh, that was a long few months. Ooh, you went through that, I'm sure, <laughs> it looks like. Oh, sure He's did. making the I face, sure everybody. My kids are teenagers, you know. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Stress. Oh, yeah. Stress. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, it is. But stressful. you figured it out, right? Yeah. We sure did. We sure you did. figured out how to push him out the work. door and get back to school. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Go for a ride. <laughs> go for a ride. Go play in the traffic. No, <laughs> just kidding. Go play in traffic. I <laughs> no. A little too old for that. I'm joking. That's a joke. Oh, God. But, um, yeah. Oh. yeah, so you're right. It's interesting, mm -hmm. the interplay between uh, medical stuff and, and mental stuff and, and tension. And, again, a lot of what we do is normalize mm -hmm. what's going on for folks. You know, when there is pathology, right, th this is sort of your wheelhouse. It, you know, and you're right. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm, I'm a little OCD, but, you know, I make sure that I go to all my appointments because, as you said, how did you say it earlier in our last podcast? You want to make mm -hmm. sure, oh, you use the metaphor of, of, be, of the body as an instrument and sort of instrument keep yeah. keep in tune right make sure that you're on top of your health right. your physical health right oh prevention is so much easier than the cure yeah, that's right prevention yeah speaking yeah. of prevention and mm. covid i'm a big uh, proponent of getting the vaccine everybody uh, amen yeah and if this is on <laughs> spotify listen carefully folks <laughs> get the vaccine <laughs> all right why I'm not off Spotify. I figure we can talk that up. Yeah, that's right. They still need people who are sane to get the message out. Exactly. So prevention, that's right. Yeah, prevention so that, oh, and actually this plays into a good topic, which is when I'm seeing women who have, for example, uh, MS or diabetes or uh, any autoimmune issue, I find that when they are, mm, you know, compliant uh, with medication and treatment if they're in agreement about that with their doctor they're they're in better you know physical health and then they can more likely you know work through the stuff that we're working on in terms of sexuality and intimacy and relational issues right mm -hmm. what, do, what do you think about that no absolutely like it laid the groundwork with our health before we can take advantage just like the instrument you know you you work you fine-tune it and then you can play that in that symphony and really and make the most of it whether you go solo or a duet or on, however yeah. you want it to sound um, right. I think it's really important to first work on yourself you know um, mm. 
Otherwise, we, we can be, you know, crippled. We're trying to get through and, and uh, we can't be our 100% if we're, we're not taking care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah, I like what you're saying. You can't really do that fantastic guitar improvisation if you don't know your scales. That's right. You know? yeah. um, so yeah. when we do that and, and we take care of ourselves and then we're taking care of the relationship, you know, if there is one, um, you know, we, I start to talk to folks about things like greater intimacy, right? Um, and that's not just in the bedroom. That's, uh, you know, listening. It, you know, if your partner is wanting something or, or needing something, like I had a couple, and I've talked about this a few times, where... And I know we said we weren't going to do the math today, so I apologize. But um, a couple came in, and, and sh- they their sex was fine. Everything was going great with sex. But she wanted him to cook more. And he said, you know, well, I do all the stuff on the outside. What do you mean, cook more? I'm, I'm busy, you know, changing the oil and mowing the lawn. And when we did the math, she was working inside the home doing tasks like, I don't know, 600 and... 84 times a year and he was doing 87 times a year and and when Mm. we looked at it 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 felt like it was fair a fair division or an even distribution but it really wasn't so what am i saying if we're going to get closer Mm. and more intimate with our partner and whether it's the bedroom or the living room or the kitchen or the backyard we really have to get interested in or curious about what it is that will create that so first we take care of ourselves and then we just mm-hmm. talk to our partners and say, you know, what do you need? What, what can I do? How can I help? How can I serve us? Yeah. Yeah. That's like communication is key, right? Because we're all wired a little bit differently. The way we see the world is just a little bit different. Uh, uh, hopefully uh, common enough mm. to make it work. Mm-hmm. That's where people like you experts come in and, and try to align people together so they can get their common interests met. Sync them up, I like to call it. Yep. Sync them. Oh, sync. I like sync that. Sync them up. And I don't mean S-I-N-K, right? I mean S-Y-N-C. <laughs> no, of course. Of right, course. right, right. Sync them up. Uh, but, but sync them up sexually, right? Um, and sync mm-hmm. them up in, yes, in other ways. You know, I had a couple just yesterday saying, oh, God, they're great. And, uh, and yeah, she has, unfortunately, uh, diabetes type 1. And she has an 8-month-old baby and a 3-year-old child. And she's wondering what's wrong with her okay. that she doesn't want to have sex. Oh, my Lord. Okay. I'm like, oh. Yeah, well, uh, got a lot of issues. Nothing wrong. Okay. Nothing wrong here. Um, and really yeah. what yeah. we're working on is, is, I mean, we're working with Sensate Focus. They're trying the Sensate Focus that I prescribe, which is great because it gets couples back to touching. If I'm seeing couples who haven't had sex in months or years, Sensate Focus mm-hmm. is not the ultimate solution. But it's a really nice strategy to get couples touching and slowing down and understanding what they find pleasurable, um, hearing what their okay. partners so sensate, find pleasurable. Sensate focus is, 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 a, is a directed touching yes. and, and, and feedback? It's a okay. mindful pleasure practice, yeah, where mm. you give your partner feedback about you and what you found enjoyable. Mm. You actually don't say anything oh. about your partner. But you might notice, you know, when you're touch when you're centrally touching your partner, you're doing three things. You're focusing on temperature and texture and pressure. Your own pleasure sensation of those experiences. So the skin to skin 
contact, uh, uh, you know, is it warm, is it cool, is it cold, is it hot, you know, uh, texture, is it smooth, is it soft, is it muscular, is it hairy, is it, you know, like that. And then pressure, light <laughs> or moderate or firm. And what of all of those things do you enjoy? Because as you might guess, we spend a lot of time or people spend a lot of time focusing on their partner's pleasure and not their own. And this brings up anxiety because then people are in their heads and worried, am I doing it right? You know, do I look fat, right? Us women, mm -hmm. and, you know, all, all yeah. that stuff. That's just yeah. not pleasure directed. Okay. It's not pleasure oriented. And, yeah. and the, the idea no. is, to, is to take the, um, the end goal away from orgasm and penetration and just put it on pleasure. So the yeah, so outcome focus is removed and you can just focus on the good stuff, yeah. which is some of the yeah, the yeah, enjoyment. Stuff. And so this couple uh, yesterday the the woman with, you know, diabetes and the young babies, um, you know, they I asked them what what have they enjoyed and and they love, you know, traveling and like, you know, kicking around the city and finding a great place for brunch and so they're actually going on a trip, which is really cool. So I said, "Make that your homework." To just have fun on your trip, you know, to find mm -hmm. a great place for brunch, yeah. where you know, and they're going somewhere yeah. warm, so they're going to be able to sit outside in the sun. This is going to be good. So they're like, "Oh, really? That can be like part of sex therapy?" I'm like, "You bet." <laughs> well, do you find that a vacation actually kind of removes a lot of that anxiety from like the everyday stress? You know, because I get so many people who come to my office. They're they're in their early twenties and having decreased sexual you know appetite and yes. and you know and yeah they have like two kids you know pulling at their pant legs you yes. know and um, yes. and at a job and you know financial difficulties yep. and we can remove some of that yep. find out kind of what is our baseline when we take away all these outside stressors yes the wonderful thing about a vacation it's just who's who the hell's been uh, been on vacation lately <laughs> hopefully yeah. hopefully they can get back to normal soon yeah sure well i have but, uh, <laughs> hmm. No, oh, good for you. Yeah. That's great. I can't wait to do it. Oh, you gotta go. <laughs> I will soon too. You will. Oh, I know. Well, summer's my time. Oh, I, I save it all up for the summer. Good, good. Yeah. But yes, yeah. that's right. I mean, there's a lot of pressure just in the world. And we live, I don't know, I yeah. mean, I never lived in another century, but this just seems like the fastest pace <laughs> we've ever gone at. Right? Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and knowledge at your fingertips, right? Mm -hmm. I, I remember when I, when I was a teenager, uh, I didn't learn about sex from my parents or from even my friends. I, I had to do Dr. Ruth in the middle of the night, like listening on the radio, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, under the covers, right? That's how I learned. Really? Yes. That's how I learned it. She was great. Oh, she was great. God rest her soul. She but, was great. Yeah. And you actually just, <laughs> but, uh, you just mentioned what, something she said that I love, which yeah. is the most important six inches is the one between your ears. That's right. She did that say that. Her. Oh, see, it stuck with me. Yeah, yeah it did. Yeah. It did. Yeah. Now, yeah, there's yeah, another. Yeah. So I do talk with couples about myths, right? So the myth of six inches. You know, I talk about that with men. Uh, oh, good. You yeah. know, the average okay. uh, penis size is something like less than five inches, right? And that's oh, erect. <laughs> and, that's, and that's not your field, I know, because you're working with women. No, I don't really know what they look like. <laughs> well, you are a man, yeah. but it's not your field. But we're talking about, I don't know, you're so funny, I love it. But we're ta <laughs> talking about myths, that's a lot of my work too. Like myths around, you know, yeah. uh, people think sex should come naturally, right? What, after 20 years? Right. Well, this is, this is a lie. Mm. I mean, you know, desire is the right. state of our hearts, arousal mm -hmm. is the state of our parts. So we got to get together right. and start touching in terms yeah. of increasing mm -hmm. arousal, right? 
And then the how of That's touching. And that, back to your point about communication, right? If I can get folks to be talking mm -hmm. about what is pleasurable and what they like, because everybody's different, everybody's unique. I mean, we have the same bodies, oh, yeah. mostly, right? You know, yeah. body parts. But you know, yeah, different strokes for different folks. <laughs> sure. I don't know, did Dr. Ruth say that? I don't know. I don't know. You did. <laughs> I don't know where I pulled that one up. Oh, I do, oh no, I don't want to be, I don't want to be known for that, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Give me, give me the instrument thing. I don't want. No, the instrument thing is good. No, I like that. I like that. Okay, That's thank good. you. You can use that. But the, but that that myth about <laughs> things should happen naturally is you know really gets in people's way. The myth about everybody else yeah. is doing it and we're not. I know. I know. Nice. Just because you see it in, in erotica doesn't mean it, it's like that in real life, you know. And I don't know, like right. sex standing up. I don't understand that. I don't see my like. <laughs> There's something like, oh, oh my God. But some people are, go on and on about that. do that and want that. And if they want that and they, their partner doesn't, they can talk about it's that. It's totally fine. You know, sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm talking with people about polyamory and kink and BDSM oh. versus vanilla. Oh, yeah. It gets, okay. really, it gets really fun. <laughs> <laughs> vanilla? It's one of my favorite flavors. Yeah, That's right. Good. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I know. My husband brought home uh, chocolate, chocolate chip. And I was like, oh, couldn't you get vanilla mm, chocolate chip? Yeah. Oh, no. No? You like the chocolate chocolate, or you like the vanilla chocolate? Uh, well, no, vanilla's good. Uh, but then again, you throw a little caramel, and you got me. Oh, you know? okay. <laughs> you had me at hello, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah I like it a little bit sweet. Mm, swirly, swirly. <laughs> Yummy. Yeah, caramel's good, I agree. Yeah. I agree. But, yeah, I mean, there's so much. This is such, wow, such a rich area uh, of life, mm. right? physical, uh, you know, sexuality, emotional, spiritual. Um, you know, I've got folks coming mm -hmm. in who are uh, in certain faiths. Uh, they are, you know, Jehovah Witnesses mm -hmm. or they are Mormons. And they're navigating mm -hmm. those seas. You know, one partner is looking to leave the faith or extricate a bit. Oh, yeah. Ooh, and that gets really interesting. It's hard. Um, yeah. no, I've seen that too. Yeah. yeah. And so it's just, you know, again... If we can imagine that our partners can compliment us along the way and take off the pressure, right? Mm -hmm. And we'll just focus on enjoyment, mm -hmm. right? Seeing a Broadway play or taking a long weekend, that really helps. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Okay. Do you? I need to plan something. Do you recommend this to, to <laughs> your patients? Do you go, look, have you been on vacation lately? Like, do you need a day mm -hmm. off? No. Oh, well, I have recommended it, but, you know, it's kind of hard to recommend vacations especially for the the younger moms who were so busy oh, sure. and the whole thing. but uh oh no I, I vacations are really healing and um and also time away you know like i like i'll tell like uh these young women who just had babies like you know i know this child needs you you know undeniably needs you all the time but not all the time find some time to carve out for yourself and for you and your partner yes. you know if you have them you yes. know and, uh, and take that time because it is so important for your psychological well-being. You need adult time. Yeah, and, it, and it's know, better for their... To reconnect. It's better for the children in a way, right? Because the children... It is. If mom and dad yeah. are in a better place or mom and mom or dad and dad are in a better yeah. place, children yeah. have less anxiety. You know, I remember as a kid, you know, even like to my early teen years, you know, when I saw my parents doting upon each other, you know, I guess you can say, what do you go, do you call it foreplay when it's in the kitchen? I mean, you just kind of like, just like a, like gentle, like, you know, little like a little pat affection. on the back or just kind of like a, a little affection. There yeah, you go. Yeah. 
I loved that as a kid. I wanted to see my parents affectionate with one another. You know, sure. I encouraged that behavior. Yeah. But um, I think kids pick up on that. Yeah. They want to see their their parents, you know, happy. Oh, absolutely. And in love. Absolutely. In love. So we're getting a high sign from Vicky here. I think it's time to. We're going to wrap up. Right. No, I guess that means. All right. So <laughs> we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do this again, we hope, someday. Thank you so much, Vicky. Thanks for reining us in, as always. Um, everybody, right. thanks for joining us. You can find us on the Sex and Couples Therapist on Facebook, on Instagram. It's the Happy Ending Therapist. Call the office if you like at 508-990-9909. The website made by my beautiful team is www.sexandcouplestherapy.com. Reach out to Dr. Jeffrey Michaud at Hawthorne Medical Associates, (laughs) 508-996-3991. And remember, everybody, always make time for pleasure, play, and passion. Catch you next time.